Welcome to the FBA Profits Podcast with your hosts Zuby and Leland. Broadcasting from California, the fifth largest economy in the world. So today we're talking about three business models as they're framed out within Amazon. And we're going to do a deeper dive based on what we talked about last time. But before we get into that, Zuby, I know we just had a great conversation before starting recording. And uh, we're talking about the fulfillment by Amazon right now, because we're, we're sort of in a unique situation based on the global pandemic. So um, you want to sort of recapitulate what we were talking about a moment ago and go deeper? Yeah. So um, the, the FBA program, the fulfillment by Amazon program, which I think we'll delve into in, in much greater detail in future podcasts, was a game changer. Um, and it's basically... Um, our ability to send products into Amazon's warehouses and then they handle all the full, full, fulfillment issues with it. Um, in other words, they handle the customer service, they handle, handle the uh, shipping to the customer, any returns. Uh, we don't have to deal with any of that, which really opens up our time uh, for uh, growing the business uh, directly. With the coronavirus and the COVID-19 that the lockdowns that have, that have happened throughout the world, uh, Amazon has become really restrictive on uh, the products you can send in uh, to their fulfillment uh, centers. Um, they last month they made a uh, an announcement that they're only accepting uh, six specific categories that are considered essential product categories that people are really looking for right now, including grocery, um, health and beauty, uh, pet supplies, etc. And that they would not accept any other products being shipped to a fulfillment center um, until this month. They have started uh, slowly opening that up a little bit. Um, and uh, product by product, you can check to see if you can ship it in there right now. But even though they are allowing those some products and even the categories that they are allowing to be shipped in, there is such a huge backlog in their fulfillment centers because of all the demand that's there that they're not able to get your products listed um, and ready to ship to customers right away. So their lag times could be anywhere from two to four weeks before your product is ready to be shipped to a customer once you send it to Amazon's warehouse. So what we have done and what a lot of uh, FBA sellers have done is switch to fulfillment by merchant, which basically means that when you get an order from a customer, you do the prepping and the packing and the sh and the shipping um, and the returns and the customer service is all on you. Um, Amazon just takes a referral fee from that sale, um, but you handle all the logistics of it. It's a lot more work uh, for smaller sellers who are doing it out of their house or their garage. Um, it, this might not be uh, suitable or feasible, um, and a lot of uh, FBA sellers have complained that they can't do it. It just it's a it's a whole different uh, business strategy to learn. Um, for us, we were lucky enough we have you know with the warehouse and the employees, and uh, we had been uh, testing out uh, merchant fulfilled products slowly. Um, so we, we were able to uh, capitalize on it. But our orders have I mean uh, just today I was looking at my account. Um, at uh, my main account, and we had over 250 products that I need to fulfill on Monday um, and ship individually to the customers. Um, it's uh, the demand is very high out there right now, especially for uh, essential products uh, like grocery items and whatnot. 
but it's a, it's also a huge opportunity. People who can uh, pivot their business and uh, are able to service uh, Amazon customers are seeing huge spikes in their sales data. Um, so yeah, it is. It's it's a very unique time frame and time period that we're living in. And uh, uh, in a, in any business, the ability to be able to pivot and move with the opportunities that come uh, in in you know whether it's something as major as this or uh, every year there are other opportunities that will pop up. Um, it's it's crucial for the success of a business. Well, it begs the question too. You know, some of the the pundits are talking about this may be cyclical, right? Um, maybe not the COVID-19, but other pandemics where we do shorter, you know, lockdowns or social distancing and to be ready for the next time, both with what product you are picking. And we've had some great discussions on what we think that's going to be, but then also how you fulfill it. So being able to shift gears, right? And I know, again, not to get into the, like a sales pitch, because that's not what this is, but that's part of the services that we're offering in, in our businesses, which is, you know, if you don't want to deal with having the warehouse or even sending stuff off to, you know, Amazon, having that flexibility to send it to the warehouse and then it's fulfilled by merchant or by, you know, uh, the warehouse, which I guess would, is that the same thing? Yes, would that be? It okay. is. It, it, it is. It's, uh, so what we, the service we offer is uh, prep and pack service, uh, yeah. which is basically the, the process where we prep and pack all the products to ship to an Amazon FBA warehouse for our clients. But we, you know, the, the process of doing full, uh, merchant fulfilled is not very different from that. Uh, the only difference is that you're doing, um, you know, fulfilling each order at a time as opposed to putting 50 different things in one box and shipping them to Amazon warehouse. Right. Um, but it's, yeah, the, the shift between uh, prep and pack and merchant fulfilled is not that, that, uh, difficult. No. And, and oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go, going back to your uh, your point about this becoming cyclical, just in my memory from uh, you know when the dot com uh, bubble burst, uh, that's when you know my my major foray. I, I had started getting into the business world, um, and I saw a major sh you know world changing shift in uh, in 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 the world basically. And then every about decade or so, there has been an event that has caused a major shift um, in the world. You know, whether it's 9/11 uh, or um, the SARS epidemic, or you know, there, there were just so many different things, and and, and it, it was happening every decade or so. What, as you as you alluded to, what the pundits are saying now, is that it's going to start happening every five years or so. So we need to really be. Uh, aware of that and have our business models and business plans um, set up in such a way that we don't get, uh, you know, blindsided by that. It's going to happen. Uh, the world is going to have these major events and major uh, cyclical things that are going to happen every five to 10 years. So we have to be ready for it. And this is somewhat anecdotal. And then we can get into the three models if you're ready for it. But you posted to um, the Pro ASINs Facebook website. And if you're listening, go check it out, sign up. I'll put a link within the description so you can go do that. But you posted the categories, right, for in, within e-commerce comparing last March 2019 to this March of 2020. You start talking about the cycles and what to prepare for. Um, some of them are no-brainers, uh, you know, the spoilers here. Uh, one is uh, disposable gloves, huge change 
670% uh, increase over last year. But number two, I found <laughs> bread machines was yeah. the second one. And you start going down the list of kids like cold and coffee. There's other things in here, but the people trying to be prepared, you know, you're going to make uh, bread, you need the flour and it's those little little twists like I, I don't know if you can think ahead for that. I mean, the no brainer is the gloves and things of that nature. But um, I there's think, some odd ones. Yeah, I think I think the way to look ahead or at least, you know, at, at this point, um, that list is, um, in my opinion, more valuable to look at the, the those categories and products that have lost sales, um, mm. you know, on the bottom half of that list. Um, those are the items that because specifically because of the COVID-19 quarantine, um, they've lost a, a huge percentage of their sales volume. Once this quarantine is lifted, those that sales volume is going to come back. It might not come back, you know, completely right away, but it's going to come back. But what this has done is that there's a lot of sellers that were selling those products that might might have gone out of business that might mm. not be able to get their supplies anymore that might you know it, it, a lot of things would have changed from the, those sellers so that opens up an opportunity for us to look at sellers mm. to look at those categories and say hey can i find a supplier that i can purchase these things from and dip my toe into that that category or those those specific products because that's where i think um currently the the real um benefits lie or the the potential for growth lie that makes sense like post cycle things start getting better people are gonna first one on their luggage and suitcases they're gonna need them but somebody might have gone out of business and selling them for less yeah Mm -hmm. and and what we're gonna see is a lot of those type of like the larger um especially the retail chains or the some of the larger brands if they've gone out of business or if they've really struggled and, and are shutting down um, a lot of their locations or sales channels, uh, they're going to they're gonna be selling their products at huge discounts, mm-hmm. clearance, liquidation and whatnot. So uh, it behooves us to actually do some research and see, you know, if we can find a brand or two or, or a major supplier mm-hmm. of, of them and, and see if they would be willing to sell us a pallet of, you know, suitcases um, you might hold that for a little while but the the price discounts that you can negotiate right now if you have the capital could really pay off for you know a long-term strategy on being able to sell those products at huge ROI yeah and that's something we can talk about we'll do another segment here shortly on arbitrage because that's the type of opportunity you're talking about and you know we can certainly mix this up and do arbitrage now if you want or we can jump into the three business models. Uh, well, let, I think I think we touched on the three business models um, on the last post- podcast or the last mm-hmm. two podcasts, but we'll we'll do a quick, quick overview of um, the main. Th- th- there's a lot of ways to make money on Amazon. Amazon is uh, it's it's an amazing beast out there that uh, gives us so many different ways and opportunities to make money. Uh, but for our purposes, uh, we want to utilize the um, the. The Amazon's marketplace as third-party resellers. So for that, there's three major business uh, models out there. Uh, the arbitrage model um, is the one that we concentrate on the most. Um, the wholesale model, which we'll go into a little bit later, and then the private label uh, or creating your own brand um, model. Um, of these, uh, the arbitrage model is the easiest to get into. It requires the least amount of capital of the three, and you're going to see 
the quickest uh, return on your investment uh, of the three. What what the arbitrage model is um, is basically buy low, sell high, right? You you want to go and find a product at a different retailer uh, or wholesaler or distributor or liquidator um, that is currently selling well on Amazon, and there are tools and and tricks out there that will help you determine what those products are and whether they're selling well and what your ROI will be, and then you purchase that and you list you you sh- add your your store to the uh, product category as a seller you ship that you ship the product to amazon's warehouse and once it sells you make your profit now within the arbitrage model there's a two different prongs um, retail arbitrage um, and online arbitrage Uh, retail arbitrage is how i got started uh, or my wife got started in this business where we would go to you know target walmart ross kohl's what, what any retailer around the house and uh, start scanning product by product, aisle by aisle, and uh, finding anything that was given us our required ROI, which for us was 30% at the time. Um, and if if we found a product, we would load up and get as many of those uh, of, of that item as there was in that store, and um, bring it home, lay it out in the garage or in the living room, and do the prep and pack ourselves and ship it into the Amazon warehouse. It's a great way to get started, but it's a very hard business model to uh, grow uh, and to scale if you just stick with retail arbitrage. Online arbitrage actually helps you do the same thing, but at a much greater scale. Uh, You don't have to leave the house. Um, You don't have to touch the product if you don't want to. Um, And you can do everything online. You don't don't even really need to do that much research because, you know, companies like us, one of the services we provide um, is... Uh, profitable leads for online pro- online arbitrage. Uh, so you can get you can sign up for one of our newsletters, and every single day you'll get five between five and seven different profitable pro- products uh, to do. You know, you spend about 20, 30 minutes researching them, and if they uh, meet your uh, business goals and requirements, you go ahead and place the order, have it shipped directly to our warehouse, and we will do the prep and pack for you and ship it to Amazon. So you never see the product, you never touch the boxes. Um, and it becomes a very uh, nice way to scale your business, um, you know, virtually, basically. So it's, a, it's the, the model that we recommend um, for all, you know, new to intermediate Amazon resellers. Uh, once you really build up a good track record on your, uh, on your account, on your Amazon seller account, and have the cash flow and the liquidity to be able to uh, start negotiating for larger uh, minimum order quantities with brands and distributors, then you can move on to the wholesale business model, which we'll talk about later. But initially, uh, the the best way to get started with the least amount of capital is the arbitrage model. So I have one question for you. Just one? One comment. Well, for this one moment, as you talk about retail and online. So you said for retail, because I remember talking to you back in the day when you were doing the driving around and all of that kind of, I I like that prospecting. There's something exciting about it. But you said at the time, the hurdle was 30%. So you said 30% at the time. Would you say for retail that's changed? No, it hasn't changed. But what um, 
my my uh, goals have changed. Uh, mm. You know what 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 I look for now because at the time because you're driving around from store to store, like we would find something at Target uh, that was profitable, and if it was forty fifty percent ROI for us and it was it had a good BSR and we knew it was going to sell well. I would go to every single target within driving distance. Um, on my way to my parents' house on a weekend, we would stop at every single target between here and there, and they live about an hour away from us. Um, on the way back, we would take a different freeway, come back just so that we could go hit all the targets on that route so we can pick them up and ship them in. But there was definitely a quantity issue for us. Um, you know, yeah. I can only pick up as many as there were in those targets. Um, and sometimes order them online if they had them online as well. Uh, for now, what, what I've found is that being able to find sources online, um, you know, not necessarily the major retailers because they do have limits on uh, a lot of the fast-moving products, but the more specialty stores, uh, the more specialty uh, e-tailers where they don't have brick and mortar, but they're mm -hmm. only online, and they only, you know, they only have vitamins or they only have supplements or they only deal with uh, specific categories. You can purchase hundreds or thousands of a specific product from them. Mm -hmm. So if you can find a replenishable product that is selling well, that you can get at a very good uh, discounted price um, at one of these online stores, um, that's that's what you want. Even if you're you know you you're making twenty percent ROI on it, but if your uh, churn rate and you're churning that product over every two weeks, well then that is well worth it. You know because the the biggest cost that you want to avoid is long term storage uh, and carrying cost of a, of a product because then you have a lot of your money just sitting there not making you money. So I would much rather um, have a short what they call a short tail. Uh, product that gives me uh, a smaller ROI, 20, 30, 40 percent, um, as opposed to a long tail product, which is maybe gives me 150 percent ROI, but it takes it nine months to sell. Right. Um, so that's, uh, yeah, so that the, the, what kind of returns you're looking for is highly dependent on the amount of uh, investment you want to make into your business, the, how much money you have to purchase inventory, and how quickly you want to turn it over. So it's something you can control. You can set those thresholds, Absolutely. whether it's retail or online. And so one comment about online is, um, and maybe you can disagree with me on this, how you framed it was to say, hey, you can jump in, uh, find the items through the newsletters, ours or somebody else's, whatever, and then um, make the purchases and send it in for our fulfillment, right? Pack, prep and pack and, sh and ship it off. Do you think there's value for somebody jumping into this new to do it from their garage to start, right? Um, just to see the amount of energy, effort, what it's like to have the packages show up and then go back out, have a working relationship with your huh, your local delivery man, UPS, FedEx, whoever it is. Um, do you think there's value in doing that? Or, you know, because just buying something and having it go to you and me, maybe there's some intrepidation at first. Like, I don't, I don't know, I, I don't see it. You know, uh, especially until the sales start happening. I know I would be leery. I'm cautious and pessimistic. So uh, value in somebody doing it on their own for a while, perhaps? I, absolutely. I, I, no, without a doubt, there's value to it. But it, it goes back to, um, you know, there's only 24 hours in a day. <laughs> and if somebody has a full-time job and they have a family and they have their hobbies and, 
you know, they don't want to spend eight hours on on their Amazon business. They don't want to go and spend three hours sourcing at, at one store and then bringing it back and then spend another two, three hours prepping and packing and listing and uh, shipping everything. Um, it takes time. If you have the time and the desire to do that, it's the best way to learn. You know, the more you touch the product, the more you uh, manage your own account, the more you do things online yourself, the more you're going to learn. It, it's it's a very basic equation. But my perspective on this, um, and I think the the current, especially in the current environment, um, there are a lot of people that might not have the time for it, but they want to have generate a second source of income or revenue. And what we have done and what we are, um, you know, putting out there right now as far as a business model for our uh, clients and students is you don't have to do the work if you don't want to or if you don't have the time for it. Mm -hmm. You don't, you know, we will teach you and you can learn as much of it as you want or as little of it as you as you want. You can just say, hey, here, I'm going to invest this much into my business and you guys do the work and I'm going to test it out for, you know, six months or a year and see what kind of return I have. You can just learn the basics of it. You don't need to become an Amazon expert. And then once I, I guarantee that once you start seeing the returns mount up and, and compounding uh, month after month and year after year, you're going to become very interested in learning how that this whole process is working. Yeah. So, but yeah, there's definitely a huge amount of uh, positive learning that you can get from actually doing the legwork yourself. Yeah, I know for me, that was really important to have the garage full of something and then mm -hmm. have it ship off. And for me, it was to you, which was much easier than directly into Amazon. But um, I think there's personally, I think there's real value in that, especially if you're just starting off. If, if you understand investing and, you know, uh, you've been around for a while, then maybe the trust level can be much greater. But there's nothing stopping you from doing it from your living room, from your garage, from your apartment, from wherever, as long as you have enough space to pack whatever comes in into a corner and then if you have to prep and pack it send it back out which could be done you know kitchen countertop type of thing yeah and we'll 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 bring it all the way back around to to the start of the podcast the the, <laughs> the only thing that is going to stop you is covid-19 you know? exactly yeah you can't go to the stores right now to do um it's just not worth it to do retail arbitrage you could do online and you could you use can do the online. newsletters cuz i see a lot of stuff and it, yeah, it, there's still that po the possibility, especially if you're just starting. Now would be the time because by the time you get all the ducks lined up, go through all of the steps that you've lined out, uh, lined up, um, be right on right on schedule for when things get lifted. But yeah, I'm sorry. I, I agree. And and one of the one of the things that has been fairly eye opening for me is uh, since we launched this this program uh, a few weeks ago, the 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 breadth of of different of people from different walks of life uh, reaching out to us and signing up with us. Um, you know, I, I have uh, C-level executives who want to actually do the work themselves right now because they don't, they're bored at home and they want to learn. Um, and then I have sales guys um, who their main business, their main job and position is sales. They, they don't want to have anything to do with touching the product. They're like, here, we're going to ship everything to you and you, you handle it. So, it, it's it's all you know based on uh, personal uh, desire and and what each person wants. But that's well, the great thing about Amazon, right? It it lets you, it gives you that freedom to be able to do 
whatever you want to do, whatever fits your lifestyle. And so to transition, if you're ready on it, right? So that's the beachhead. Anybody can jump in. Anybody can do it. And then potentially the bug hits, right? You get bitten by... What do you get bitten by? You get bitten by the Amazon bug. And we're going to continue this conversation in the next episode. Thank you for joining Zuby and I. We appreciate your time and patronage. Thank you for listening to FBA Profits. Visit our website www.fbaprofits.us 